Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to start this day together in prayer. Today is Friday. This is the 11th week since Pentecost. This morning we continue our reading of Mark's Gospel. Through, though we may have heard Jesus' story many times, we are trying to listen now with fresh ears to what Jesus says and does, and by doing so, pray that the Spirit deepens our faith, uh, increases our love, and our understanding of who Jesus is and what Jesus has done for us. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the ninth chapter, beginning this morning at verse 33. Then they came to Capernaum, and when he was in the house, he asked them, What were you arguing about on the way? But they were silent, for on the way they had argued with one another about who was the greatest. He sat down, he called the twelve, and he said to them, Whoever wants to be first must be last of all and servant of all. Then he took a little child and put it among them, and taking it in his arms, he said to them, Whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me, and whoever welcomes me welcomes not me, but the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. So, who would you say is the greatest of Jesus' disciples. Well, Peter has certainly emerged as a leader. It is his confession that first speaks of a faith in Jesus as Messiah. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, are certainly connected and maybe have a little more status about town, and they are part of Jesus' inner circle. And uh, Peter, James, and John have been privileged to see things and hear things that the other disciples have not yet seen. And beyond those three, who else do we know? Matthew, the great evangelist. Uh, there's Thomas, uh, the doubting one and the great missionary to India. Um, but notice what I'm doing here and what I'm guilty of, just like most people. 
who have come before us. I judge greatness by accomplishment and renown or by a certain privilege uh, that is really just grace. But Jesus gives us, his disciples, another channel for our ambitions and another way of affirming our worth. That's really what they probably are searching for, and they argue among being the greatest. It is a combination of both their ambition to, to, to be the best and to climb to the top, but also in that a way of, of saying that they, they're worth something. They're making a contribution. They're important, not only uh, to God, but to this world, uh, and maybe in some way comparing themselves to others to show that they really are better than the person next to them. Humility and service, though, becoming the last of all, is what Jesus points them to. Channel your ambitions towards humble service. Affirm your worth not by comparing yourself to others, but by by serving others, by becoming the last of all. And then he uses the embrace of a child and the welcoming of a child to show what humble service does. It welcomes children. It takes time for children, for the least of them. And it also connects the accepting of Jesus and and the mission of the Heavenly Father with understanding who are the lowliest and the least in this world and welcoming them. Because in welcoming them, we welcome Christ. And in welcoming Christ, we welcome the very God who created this universe. So there's something really remarkable here, though, I think, and I had never thought of this before, preparing to lead this morning's prayers. But could it be that the greatest of Jesus' disciples are really the women? Mary Magdalene, Mary, the mother of James, and Salome, they will be the ones who will be the first to see and to tell and to know the good news of Jesus' resurrection. They will be the ones who humbly serve and witness that, res- that crucifixion, his death, his burial. They will be the ones who, in the company of the disciples, according to the customs of the day, would have, of course, provided for, served, and most certainly tended to the children that were in the company of Jesus' disciples. We will learn later on in the New Testament that in Christ the distinction between male and female has been overcome because both are one in Christ and in, with, and under Christ. They are equally the least and equally great. Now, that may not be what Jesus had in mind particularly, but the example he sets and the direction he sends us in would have us look for true spirit-filled greatness in those who set others before themselves and those who show love and acceptance of God in humble service and hospitality, even in self-sacrificial service and hospitality, and that we should, and those that take the time to welcome, care for, and pay attention to the little children. Where we find those activities going on in this world, then we must recognize that we are in the presence of true greatness. So keep an eye out today for the people who are truly exemplary, people the Spirit will show us as an example that we can keep an eye on, because they will be the people who show us who Christ is and what Christ is all about, and will direct us away from our own selfish ambition and our desire to put ourselves above others so that we can see ourselves as worthwhile human beings. But in the end, of course, all of these must point to Christ, because the greatest of all is the humble Jesus who welcomes you into his arms today.
and calls you his child. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to set your people free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High. For you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially this morning, we pray for those who are fighting for their life and those who are fighting to give life by serving those who are very sick with COVID, for those who care for the sick, who wipe fevered brows, who provide breaths of life, who work to, to bring your healing and wholeness. We pray for those who are mourning the loss of friends and loved ones. We pray, Lord, for those who govern the nations of the world, that they might strive for peace and justice, that they might give up their desires and ambitions for their own greatness, Instead, seek to serve those who are the least. We pray for peoples in countries ravaged by strife and warfare. And we pray, Lord, that you would hear their prayer by inspiring and empowering those who work for peace and international harmony and blessing the fruit of their hands. We pray for those who are striving to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. We pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, that in all it says and all it does, it might bear witness to your love, your mercy, your grace. For what else or for who else do we pray this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to fulfilling your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. 
Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.